Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce the risk of burnout, and find more balance in and out of your life as an SLP. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and today we are going to take a moment to breathe and to meditate. We're also going to talk about one thing that you can use, a yoga practice that you can use when you feel stress building and you just need to let it go and get it out. And we are going to dive in and answer the question, are pedicures really self-care? Let's dive right in. Time for a wellness tip. So this is a little practice and um, have you ever just had one of those moments where you uh, you just needed to like get up and move to like move some stress through or like you know get get out move your body feel like you're just shaking it all off uh, but you're at work so you can't or you're driving in the car so you can't or you are like around a lot of people and it's just not going to happen or you're just in a really tiny space. You can still get the benefit of this without like you know when you can't get up and dance or can't get up and shake it out or drop into a yoga pose or whatever it might be or leave and go on a lengthy walk. So one thing you can do is use the breath and use it in a specific way. So this is a practice that is used a lot in yoga, in classes, when we focus and talk about letting go. In this, um, you know, you might be in a class and you might do this breath and it'll say, now as you exhale, imagine you are letting go of anything that no longer serves you, of anything that you no longer need or any tension that's been building up. Imagine you are letting that tension and stress just go. And so here's how you do this. You take a deep breath in and as you exhale, you open your mouth and you let that breath go, <sighs> sighing it out. So do that again. Take a deep breath in. Open the mouth big. Maybe make a noise or sigh it out. (sighs) Like you are letting it all go. You can take a deep breath in again. Maybe make that sigh or just kind of puff out the lips. And one more time. Take a deep breath in. And let it go. Take this as many times as you need to, maybe one, maybe three, maybe five, maybe 10. Just imagine with each exhale, you are letting it go. So the next time you find yourself in a small space or around a lot of things and you just need to take a breath and let some of that stress go, try this breathing practice. So the next time you find yourself in a small space or just around a lot of people or somewhere where you ah, just need something to use in that moment, try this breathing practice. And let me know how it goes. Share over on Instagram. Find me at Jesse Andrix. Send me a DM or just share it in your stories and let me know how this practice works for you. And now an ad from this week's sponsor. Psst. 
Hey, did you know that yoga can help reduce your stress? Probably, right? But how, right? How does yoga do this? And what yoga poses help? You can find out all of this information and get a full stress-reducing yoga practice when you sign up for the stress-reducing yoga workshop that is available on demand over at the SLP Stress Management course library. Sign up for stress-reducing yoga and get the workshop that explains how exactly it helps reduce your stress and the full class where you get to put it all into practice anytime you need it. And you can get 10% off this or any other workshop or course using the code PODCAST10. Head on over to jessieandrix.thinkific.com and sign up today to start reducing your stress with the practice of yoga. Let's take a moment to meditate. Go ahead and find yourself in a comfortable seat. Today we're going to take just a very basic meditation, a moment to breathe, to pause. So in this comfortable seat, or if you're standing, that works too. Feel either feet on the floor or bottom pressing down into your chair or the ground beneath you. And then nice and tall through the spine, not rigid, but just lengthened, crown of the head reaching up. Lots of space to breathe here. And as you breathe in, just start to take that inhale through your nose. And if you're able and you exhale, breathe out through the nose as well. Take a nice deep breath in through the nose. And exhale out. Just continue this, maybe just observing the breath, not judging it, but just noticing it. Each breath in, each breath out. Where is it traveling to? Is it going deep down into the belly or right into the chest? Does the exhale come easy or take some time? And as you breathe here, maybe start to notice if there's any spot in your body that's calling out to you. Maybe from sitting, there's some tension that you're feeling, or in this pause, you're finally able to notice the tension in the jaw or the neck. Maybe you've got a lingering headache. Maybe it's the opposite, and there's nothing there, or usually there is. And just observe this. Just kind of see what shows up today. Maybe bring this into your thoughts as well. So all those thoughts may be coming in and sometimes we want to feel really attached to them and explore them. Maybe just observe them and let them go. So 
just noticing them drifting in and out. Not right or wrong, not good or bad, just thoughts. And begin to bring your focus back to your breath, back to this moment. Each inhale, each exhale. Each breath in and out with the body, with the mind. Take one more big breath in here. Let it go as you breathe out. Come back to your own pattern of breathing, your own natural rhythm. When you're ready, maybe blink and float the eyes back open. And thank you so much for joining in this meditation practice today. Let's start off with a little story today. So I was at my doctor's office last year for a wellness check and they were going through like that list of questions that they ask when they need to like make sure they've updated your profile like the you know the standards. Do you smoke? How often do you consume alcohol? Do you have any mental health concerns? So all very important for sure but you know kind of like the routine. And so I let them know um, that for the mental health concerns that I didn't have a concern per se, but I had reached out to schedule a therapy appointment um, because I was feeling some anxiety creep up and um, it just a lot of different life circumstances and there was definitely some stress and some grief building up. And um, so she said, that's awesome. You know, you're that's, that's what we say to do. And also there are some resources and centers around us and um, online in our area that we live in that work with mindfulness. And um, we started talking about the importance of mindfulness and especially with self-care, especially when you are overwhelmed and stressed. And so she mentioned that she had once been given some meditations to try for herself and for her child and we started talking about things like meditations and uh, you know stress and things you could do to take a break from it and we also started talking about things like pedicures and so with this she said something like that's why pedicures and manicures are so great for self-care they give you that little moment of time to pause and reset with no other obligations or worries, even if it's for a brief amount of time. It just feels nice. And sometimes that's what you need to feel nice and to feel taken care of. So go get one and don't bring your kid. Go alone. And so this got me thinking of the different levels of self-care and things that people like to do when they're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Um, and to be really honest with you, like I tend to kind of like poo-poo the ones that are more pampering. And I think that um, a lot of people that are really into self-care and into, you know, mindfulness 
and um, burnout, we tend to really just kind of like thumbs down those really pampering things like bubble baths, med manicures, pedicures, which honestly for me, I just don't get the hype behind them. I tend to go for the really involved ones like meditation, movement, deep internal check-ins, the like heavy, tough stuff. But recently, uh, I've just also started to see things like reading a book, grabbing a cup of coffee, sitting in the sunshine, and socializing with friends as forms of self-care. I'm not really doing an internal check-in necessarily, but I'm bringing more balance into my day. Some quiet to balance chaos. Some outside to balance inside coffee or tea to pause when I'm on the go, a treat versus a sacrifice, or connecting after being home alone all day for a few years with two kids, or talking with adults after being with children all day, and even other things like setting boundaries or saying, I'm not able to do that right now, which is really, really hard and something we don't always think of as being self-care. So what is right? Which things are really self-care then? Are they those things that just feel like we're taken care of and that feel really nice? Or are they those things where we feel like we are working deep and working through? What's the right kind? So self-care could seem really simple. Do things you like and feel better after. But it's really more complicated than that. Self-care can be things you enjoy doing and that feel fun, freeing, and blissful. It can also be doing things that feel a little challenging, tough, or push your boundaries, such as creating those boundaries themselves. Neither is right or wrong and in fact, it's helpful to have both styles of self-care in your life for a more well-rounded approach. So what are these types of self-care? Well, there are two of them. The types of self-care that often feels really good and is sometimes kind of deemed as that like pampering frivolous self-care is referred to as superficial self-care. So this automatically makes you think, probably, that, aha, it is frivolous because it's superficial, but the name can be misleading and lead to more of that like frivolous labeling of it. Really, it is a much needed reprieve from the stress you are facing. And the reason it's superficial is because you're not digging down deep. You're not doing any tough work. You're taking a break. When you do something that is fun for you or feels nice, like finding quiet in a bubble bath or getting pampered with a pedicure, it gives you a moment to pause and to not be in the stress. You get a break, which doesn't necessarily like do a major overhaul on your stress response in your brain and in your body, but it does give you a small break from the stress and give you something to feel good about and be grateful about. And it helps you find some joy and some positive emotions and things in your life. And this can be really important for starting to turn down the stress response and shift you out of a negative stress cycle. 
So this can be the point that you begin to have more joy. You begin to say, oh, you know what? This is something I'm looking forward to. This is my pause. And from there, you're able to go into the next type of self-care. So it isn't that superficial is not good or not as good, but it's more that you're not going deep. It's not going to create big fixes, but it can give you small changes and start to create those bigger shifts and bring in some joy. The other type of self-care is the deep self-care. So one is superficial, one is deep. Deep self-care is the things that do overhaul your stress response and are not necessarily comfortable to or easy to do. They can be, especially if there's something that you enjoy, but sometimes it's saying that you have to face that stress and say, okay, how am I actually doing today without trying to... So sometimes... So the other type is deep self-care. There's superficial and there's deep. Deep self-care are the things that do overhaul your stress response and are not necessarily comfortable or like easy to do. They can be. It can be because maybe it's something that you really like to do or maybe you know it's something that you would go to to do anyway but sometimes it doesn't end up being comfortable because you are facing that stress. You are going deep. Deep self-care cuts into the bigger checking in types of practices that help you to see what's really going on, what is working or not, and what shifts you can make. It is definitely finding quiet after a really busy day, but also reflecting, doing things like meditating or deep breathing to reset your nervous system and rewire the brain's response to stress. It's moving your body to remove and reduce tension that builds up and holds on to stress. And it's like writing it out to help you sort through and get the stress out of your head. It could also be setting up some boundaries and routines to help support you, even though those can come with growing pains of their own. Those can seem like more stress, but once you work through them, they create more support. One type is not better than the other, and both are useful and needed for managing stress through self-care. So here are some ways to look at this, the superficial versus deep self-care. With superficial, you ask yourself, does it feel good? So these are things that, you know, when you do them, you feel like, oh, yes, this feels so nice. Maybe pedicures, manicures, reading a book, which really this could kind of go and be with both. Socializing, getting a massage, listening to your favorite podcast, taking a bubble bath, taking five minutes to just find some quiet. And again, this can be both. So these are things that we tend to think of as fun. And this is where self-care can start to be like, oh, it's just selfish because you're doing something that you enjoy doing, which is like a whole other topic of like, really? Um, do we really need to call that that? But it's like connecting back with yourself, right? It's doing something so you have something good to look for when everything else feels really stressed. The other type is deep. This is why you ask yourself, what do I need right now? Because sometimes what you need is more than a pedicure. It's more than connecting with friends. It's more than listening to your favorite podcast. Sometimes you need to really pause and breathe 
and notice that your breath is stuck and is short and is shallow and you need to find calm. You need to find deeper breath to support yourself. So these are things like finding quiet, um, not just, you know, with this type of quiet, it would be to help you regulate. When you feel dysregulated and overstimulated, finding some quiet to help turn that back around. It could be meditation, right? So helping to reset and rewire your brain from stress. Deep reflection on, okay, what is going on? What is not working? What is working? Where can I create those boundaries and routines? Stretching and moving to get that tension out of your body. It's really easy for us to ignore it and keep going, but that tension is going to build into stress. There's also creating those boundaries, creating routines, journaling. Sometimes the journal is to like brain dump, right? To just get it all out of your head and onto some spot. But sometimes it's gratitude journaling, which seems frivolous sometimes and seems superficial, but really is deep because when you really connect to things you are actually grateful for, sometimes it can be hard to to realize those things and to realize things that you're missing in your life that you wish were there, but also to notice that with all of those feelings, I'm also feeling grateful for this or this is going well. And maybe just checking in and saying, you know what, I've just been going and going and staying really busy and trying to push to be 100%, but I'm worn out and I only feel like 10% right now. And I need to acknowledge that. Once I acknowledge that and I realize I'm tired, now I know what I need. I need to take a pause. I need to find some quiet. Maybe I need to deep breathe or take a Shavasana from yoga or go and sleep. So if you have all superficial self-care, you might find that things are enjoyable to do, but not necessarily getting deep down to create shifts in your mind, body, and mindset. Like it might create that moment of joy where from there you feel like, okay, now I am feeling okay enough to work on some of this stress. But it might just keep you where you're kind of just shaking it off. And again, this is important because then it's not sitting with you as much, but, and it's definitely, you know, like fostering connections and things and giving you maybe some ability to move on, but it won't necessarily rewire and um, shift out of the stress response. So it's, it's giving you um, like a tool for, yes, stress is here. Let's go find something fun to do rather than stress is here and it's not going to affect me as deeply. Then you have the deep self-care. This is where you might feel incredibly weighed down and burdened by all that you are facing because you are saying, okay, yes, this is stressful and let's face it. This can bring up a lot of emotions and put you right in the middle of stress because you're working through it. You're in it in order to move through it. And so it might not feel light and fun, right? It might take away some of the fun at times. It might just feel hard to do or uncomfortable. But this is the type that does rewire your brain, that does help you shift out of the stress and to like reduce the stress response in your brain and your body. So this is really important to do for the long haul. So having a balance of sorts with both can be really key. If you tend to stay superficial with self-care, add in some deeper ones to help rewire your brain and body when stress shows up so it doesn't affect you as deeply. 
And if you're feeling kind of weighed down by self-care and that everything is very serious, add in something light and fun so you feel joy and connection in your life and you feel that you are taken care of and supported. So I would love to know, which do you tend to lead towards? Share in the comments um, over on the blog or send me a DM on Instagram at Jesse Andrix. Or if you want to like really dive deep into this with me, send me an email, jesse at jessieandrix.com. Want some more resources to help you no matter which self-care you decide to choose? Click on the link below for the Resilient SLP Toolbox and enter your email to receive immediate access to a free resource library full of tools to help you manage stress, reduce the risk of burnout, and find more balance in your life in and out of being an SLP. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Love and light to you.